and welcome to Get Back the Podcast. I'm Brett. I'm Amy. I'm Kayla. And today we will be attempting to review episodes 6 through 10 of Avatar The Last Airbender. Hell yeah. Oh, can, can, can I get a general consensus out of you guys? These five episodes, the first five were great. These five are way better overall, right? I agree. Just together? I yeah. loved them. They're so good. Yeah. They're so yeah, good. Yeah, I was it's rewatching like, it, and I don't know why I hated the episode Jet so much, because I really liked it. Yeah, Jet was great. I mean, Jet... Uh, the, all these were Jet great. Jet the character Oh, Jet is, the character's it, an asshole, but, you know... He's well, a, like, you're, you're not supposed to like him. I know, he's a total douche nozzle. <laughs> but, like, like, I, like, the worst episode out of this list is, like, was, like, would still be, like, among the best of the previous five, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, it's super good. Y'all ready for Avatar? Dun, 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 Okay, so I guess we'll start with I guess we'll start with episode six, which is called Imprisoned. So I must say with this group of five episodes, my notes are a little like my scene breakdowns are a little less clear, I guess. I didn't break it into as many scenes generally, but that's okay. I get I mean, we, yeah, and I think less scenes, it's, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's a problem. That's just a note. So some scenes have a lot of it, um, content in them. Okay, so scene one of Imprisoned starts with Aang, Sokka, Katara, and uh, Momo and Appa in the forest. Momo has some great comic relief with the slamming the tiny pebble on the rock mm-hmm. and then the big boom. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Momo got swole. <laughs> Momo on them roids. Oh, yeah. Momo doing performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, okay. And I love the uh, Sokka's uh, We Gotta Approach Cautiously scene cut. Katara's just yelling out, Hello <laughs> there! Hey there! <laughs> hey, mate! They, like I said, the comedy of the show is really great. It's just like they do really good with like just the cut into like the joke. Yeah. Clean, clean comedy. Yes, the show does a very good job of that. By the way, they saw like somebody earthbending and they were trying to get their attention. Yeah, yes, that was the plot of this. So do we want to, do we have anything else to say for scene one? Not really. Not really. Yeah. It it sets it up. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, Scene two is all the protagonists in the village. Yeah, here's Uh, an actually serious question. How fast are these children? It did not seem like they were riding on Appa to get to the village, yet they got there at the same time. (laughs) No, the the kid was there first. No, but, like, barely. No, the kid ran, and they also then ran. Yeah. They were like right next to each other. So but like, take how long. fast can they heck and sprint? And how far is the village? And how are none they of them out of breath? They, they didn't necessarily. I don't know, but about the out of breath. But they didn't necessarily get have to get the village at the same time. If say, um, the kid Haru, um, if he didn't go straight mm. home, like maybe he tried to lose them in the village or outside the village. I don't know. I didn't notice it. I thought it was fine. 
That's fair. That's like that's like me and the uh, daytime thing from the first episode. Yeah, I'm like these children. You were like legitimately pissed about that. I really was. Like, I was like, I Amy, I, I don't know what to tell you. I've never seen you so worked up. That's I've a never lie. Seen you so- no, I've seen her more. Oh, yeah, no, I have also. Anyhow, they go to Haru's house, uh, and his and, mother and plot finds twist, out. He has a mom. Why? No, right? It's amazing. How um, But uh, his mother finds out he was earthbending from the gang, and it's like. Kind of helps forbidden explain, yeah, the band. Because we are, we are under Fire Nation rule. And if we get captured, blah, 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 you get sent off to this prison where you're screwed. Uh, Not literally. Figuratively. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and it's bad, and Katara is, and they all kind of just start hanging out there for now, because, yeah, they and, uh, need somewhere to sleep. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I really like the depiction of the Fire Nation soldier coming in and basically extorting yeah. money from them. Oh, he's just a mafia member. Yeah, yeah, but I really like that depiction tactic. of the Fire Nation because, again, yeah. you... Especially with, I think it's... Is it in this episode? It might be in the next episode, actually. Dang it, it's in the next episode. But just setting up the Fire Nation again as the villains. Uh-huh. And uh, we also learned that this is, like, when they were first being captured, like, the town, like, fought back, but they were all captured in such a way, including Haru's father, so. Yeah. Sad. You know what? And what? Katara and Haru bond over this later of losing parents like, to this uh, school. You don't so. have parents either? Oh my god, same. Right. Also, what this reminded me of um, was kind of the X-Men comics. How um, they had to hide their identities. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. And I was like... I see you. We get we get we get very ideal idealistic uh, Katara this episode. Yeah, really idealistic. Which, which I like. <laughs> it, I like how it um, shows her character as just really hoping for the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she she's the idealist uh, of like the I don't know their last name. Katara's the realist, and Sokka's the not is the realist, I guess. Yeah, and then Aang's the dumbass. <laughs> Pretty much. So, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was good to see. I, I just, I don't know. I like idealism, I guess, if you haven't noticed. Never. Uh, I, I'm an idealistic jerk. Uh, so shall we move on to scene three? Yes. Yeah. Which is Katara and Haru on the mountain, and I also included the mine in here as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, again, we've got Katara's idealism versus specifically in this scene, the uh, Haru's mother's realism about mm-hmm. we can't fight back, they'll take Haru, this is not going to go well, and Katara's saying, why don't you fight back, why don't you do anything, and the mom is actually realist. Yeah. Well, yeah. So just this town is... of that conversation. Um, and then... Is this where they find the old man, or is that... Uh, well, first, I just want to point out that this is the first time we actually hear about the origin of the necklace that Katara wears, which oh, is yeah, really yeah, yeah. sweet that um, her mother gave it to her. Yeah, her mother. Yeah. Um, before she died, so that's really... That's sweet. Um, and yes, this is then this is the part. Okay. 
So they go, there's this mine entrance that kind of caved in and has this man trapped under it. And Katara and Haru go rush to try to save him and they can't really pull him out because it's like too much. But so Katara convinces him to earthbend the rock away to save him and the old man is safe. But this kind of leads to bad things. Yeah, but um, what I really like about this scene is that despite the fact that earthbending, the earthbending racism from like the guards and everything, and I think we get it also later in this episode, but it earthbending in this scene is just set up as this completely amazing power that you can just come mm-hmm. lift this entire landslide, just it's gone, it's over there yeah. now. <laughs> so it really sets up earthbending to be not what the Fire Nation thinks it is. So that's really interesting. Uh, Yeah. So I guess we'll move on to scene four, which is uh, Katara, Sokka, and Aang in the barn, going about to go to sleep. Again, Sokka is also very realistic with his, uh, we have to leave now, we can't focus on anything. We have to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think he's regretting uh, the Kiyoshi incident, and it's like, we can't stay in one spot too long. Yeah, this is kind of like, Oh, over these few episodes, I remember why Sokka is my favorite character. Because yeah. he's... Oh, like, still Zuko. The next, still gonna be Zuko. The next couple episodes, Sokka has a bunch of great moments. Sokka's great in these. Wait, there's no... Is there Zuko and Iroh in this episode? I don't remember. There's a little bit. They're, they're, like, right at the end. Oh, okay. true. It's, like, the oh, foreshadowing. Yeah, they are. Oh, it's literally okay. the foreshadowing at the end. It's great. Um, okay. I remember now. So, they wake up, well, Katara's, like, out, they're, like, she's doing a morning chore, she's getting water, because waterbender. Of course. This is a chore that makes sense for her to get water, because she can literally just bend it into a pot with no effort, so, like, oh, yeah, you should do that. Yeah. But, uh, 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 so, Haru's mother comes up, is crying, and Katara knows, oh, shoot, and the old man ratted him out, because... Friggin' snake. Idealism doesn't go in the real world, apparently. Uh, wow, and, uh, and Katara is very angry. And, well, idealism actually wins the day in this episode. But, uh, <laughs> uh, Katara's pissed and is like, I need to save him because I screwed up and he's that's why he's there. And in this prison and I need to get him out because I screwed it up. And I would say Sokka shockingly goes along and is like, fine, you get like 12 hours, and then we're getting you out. Which mm-hmm. I, I would say is reasonable. Yes. <laughs> it's like, you, I'm shocked you even let her do this. I wouldn't have let her. It's like, uh, no, we just screwed up. We got to move on because uh, you literally getting captured by the Fire Nation is not helping our cause in the slightest. Brett, I thought you said you were idealistic. I mean, if I was Sokka in this situation. Oh, okay, I was like... Like one of the least idealistic. No, like the thing is, I'm idealistic, but like if I found out, oh, my sister just wants to get thrown in prison, I would, I'd try to stop that, <laughs> even with good reason. That's fair. As a person with a sister. I don't have a sister. Can't relate. Yeah, I can't Sibling-less relate. Sibling only child maniacs. Being in the house just all alone. Hey, I have a single dorm room. It's awesome. My parents are at the Downton Abbey movie, and they invited me. 
And I was like, I'd like to, but I've never seen Down Abbey. So it would be so Ooh. lost. Yeah. I saw, I, I used to watch it, but I haven't seen it in a long time. Downton Abbey is about rich English people. It's about English, English nobles. People, right? Just like history. You're right. Wait, hang on. Let me let me try and bust out my British accent. Um, oh, no. What should I say in its British accent? It's a pretty good show, isn't it? That's my British pretty accent. Pretty good show, isn't it? Yeah, pretty That's much. my British accent. My British accent doesn't exist. I can't do that. I've been watching a lot of Great British Bake Off. And um, that's where I get my inspiration from. Even though I sound a little Australian. You, I, I can't do accents at all. You, like, this Taylor, is the only really accent I can Australian. do, and I don't even know what know, it's accent I've been for. watching a lot of Merlin uh, uh, uh. lately, and that is actually British. Yeah, I, I don't know why I got us Owen Australian. I, just to preface for everybody who listens and doesn't know me great. that well, I was on speech team for a few years, and I do acting, so I can do pretty well um, accents and impersonations. I can't do accents for... Crap. I know. That's true. I was in your Euro class last year. Okay. Uh, uh, I guess. I'm a Frenchman. To be fair, French accents are notoriously hard. Hold on, my grandma is randomly calling me. So I'm oh, oui, oui, mon ami, je m'appelle Lafayette. Sometimes a lot of the revolutionary set. I've come from afar just to say bonsoir to the king. To the king, who was the best? C'est moi. I am, I am Hercules, Hercules Mulligan, up and in love and tell your mother says I come again. Fuck up your daughters and horses. Horses are Horse after horse, that's a corset. No more sex, have another bruise. Let's raise a couple more to the revolution. If it ain't the prodigy of Princeton College, Aaron Burr, give us a verse, drop some knowledge. Good luck with that. You stand. You sit. You see, when we land where the revolution's imminent, what do you stop for? You stand for nothing. Where do you fall for? Hey, who are you? Who are you? Who is this kid? What's he gonna do? I am not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. Hey, I'm just like my honey. I'm scrappy and hungry, and I'm not throwing away my shot. I am a scholarship to King's College. I probably shouldn't brag, but dad, I made some astonished. I got a lot of brains with no polish. I gotta just holler to be heard. Just with every word, I drop knowledge. I'm a diamond in the rough. Trying to reach my goal, my, my power is unimpeachable. unimpeachable. Only, Only 19, 19, but my mind, my mind is older. New York streets get colder. I shoulder every word. Wow, what a disadvantage! I am a disadvantage. I am a disadvantage. I am a
We're gonna, gonna rise, rise up. Keeping on your knees and rise up. Tell your sister, your brother, that he's gonna rise up. Tell your sister that she's gonna rise up. Tell these colonies gonna rise up. One of these colonies gonna rise up. Hey, bro, we've been seeing Hamilton the entirety of. One of these colonies gonna rise up, rise up, rise up. Here we go. I imagine death so much it feels more like a memory. When's it gonna get me? On my feet, seven feet ahead of me. If I see it coming, do I run or do I let it be? Be? Is it like a beat without a melody? See, I never thought I'd last twenty. When I come, when I come from some get half as many. Asking by the last, living fast, and the last piece for a flash. We pass and make us move last. That's plenty, plenty. Scratch that. This is the moment. It's the moment. Where all the hungry spread this with something to prove it. Do it. Oh, I was like Moses. They had taken on a stand. I was like Moses. Moses had taken on a stand. Promised land. And what is our independence? Is there a guarantee of freedom for our descendants? Or does the blood we shed begin an endless cycle of death? With no defendants. I know the action in the street is exciting, but just between all the bleeding and fighting, I've been reading and writing. We need to handle our financial situation. We are we a nation state? What's the state of our nation? I'm passionately waiting and passionately smashing every expectation, every action to act of creation. I'm laughing in the face. Casualty and sorrow. Sorry, sorry. The first time I first think it on the past tomorrow, tomorrow and, and I, I am not, not throwing away my, my shot. I am not throwing, not away, throwing away my shot. shot. Yo, I'm just, just like my country. country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not throwing, I'm not throwing away, away my shot. shot. Hell yeah. Woo! What's the best song on Hamilton? Best song of Hamilton? Nonstop. Good That's a really answer. good song. That is the correct answer, Kayla. <laughs> Cabinet battles. Cabinet battles are also good. I like the. Oh, which one do I like more? I like the. I think I like the second one. Like liberty and pursuit of. No wait, I guess it's a. That's the beginning of the actual battle. But damn mind! If you think the president is gonna move the mission to the brink of meddling in the middle of a military mess, a game of chess where France king and king less. So we signed a treaty with the man whose hedges is now, now in a basket. basket. Would, you, would, like would you like to take it out and ask it? Ask it. Uh, do you want to treat King Louis' head? head? Uh, uh, do, do whatever you want. want. I'm super dead. I'm super dead. That's foolish. Right. We should just we're do something. Else. We should just do an episode fight. on Hamilton. We should talk about Hamilton. Wait, no, I, Kayla. I, I think we should do the um, cabinet battle, but like you're Jefferson and I'm Hamilton or something like that. No, but and I would be like the speaker or whatever. I want to be Hamilton. I love his parts. I'd be like, hey, you could be anywhere in the world tonight, but here you are in New York City for a cabinet meeting. Okay, I need to pull up the lyrics. No, 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 hold We can do this in the future. Let's do this one and then we can then we can go back to Okay, what's the what's the lyrics? Do you want to do the second one? Are we doing the second or first? One or two? The first. Okay. Okay. You have the floor, sir. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but here you're with us in New York City. Are you ready for a cabinet meeting? Woo! The issue on the table, Secretary Hamilton planned to assume state steps and establish a national bank. Secretary Jefferson, you have the floor, sir. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We fought for these ideals, we shouldn't settle for less. If these are why it's worth enterprising, my quote them. Don't act surprised, you guys, cause I wrote them. Ow, but Hamilton forgets. His plan would have the government assume the state's debts. Now place your bets as to who that benefits. The very seat of government where Hamilton sits. Not true. Ooh, if the shoe fits, wear it. If New York's in debt, why should Virginia bear it? 
Uh, our debts are paid, I'm afraid. Don't tax yourself, because we got it made in the shade. In Virginia, we plant seeds in the ground. We create, you just want to move our money around. This financial plan is an outrageous demand, and it's too many damn pages for any man to understand. Stand with me in the land of the free, and pray to God we never see Hamilton's candidacy. Look, when Britain taxed our tea, we got frisky. Imagine what gonna happen if you try to tax our whiskey. Uh, alcohol. Anyhow, thank you, Secretary Jefferson. Secretary Hamilton. Your response. Thomas, that was a realized de that was a realized declaration. Welcome to the present. We're running a real nation. Would you like to join us or stay mellow doing whatever the hell is you doing, Monticello? Oh, if we assume the debts, the union gets a new line of credit, a financial diuretic. How do you get not get it? We're aggressive and competitive. The union gets a boost. You'd rather give it a sedative, a civics lesson from his slaver. Hey neighbor, your debts are paid because you don't pay for labor. We plant seeds in the plow south. We create. Yeah, keep ranting. We we know who's really doing the planting. And another thing, Mr. Age of Enlightenment. Don't lecture me about the war. You didn't fight in it. You think I'm frightened of you, man? We almost died in the trench. Why are you ever getting high with the French? Thomas Jefferson always hesitant with the president. Resident, there isn't a plenty dozen jettison Madison. You're as mad as a Hatterson taking medicine. Damn, you're in worse shape than the national denizen. Sitting there, useless as two shits. Hey, turn out and round. Bend over. I'll show you where my shoe fits. Uh, excuse, excuse me? Excuse me, Madison Jefferson. Take a walk. Hamilton, take a walk. We'll reconvene after a brief fix at recess. Hamilton, Hamilton. Yeah. Oh, word. Okay. We don't George have Washington. the votes. You don't you have, don't have the, the votes. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna need congressional approval and you don't have the votes. Hey, guys, thank you Such for listening to our extremely white wonder, version right? of Hamilton. Even bring the thunder. Why even so brings the thunder? All right. Hey, guys, welcome. Welcome to. Thanks for listening to our very white version of Hamilton. <laughs> it's very white. I, I just realized at the end of the song, I'm George Washington in the song. You yeah. just realized that, Brett? <laughs> I just. I forgot he led the cabinet. But there. hey, at least we had two I girls been able... playing two male parts. So we have that going for us. Apparently, there was like one thing where they said Queen Latifah could play George Washington, and now I really want to see I that. I really want this. Yes. I need, I need to look at it. Just, just, look, just, just visually. Queen Latifah. I, for the Hamilton, uh, Washington, I can see it. Okay, should we go back to like, uh, Avatar now? Like, <laughs> Maybe this could be outro. like our outro. Oh yeah, I, it's gonna be I hope somewhere. Not. <laughs> we should just start in the future having us all doing a song, and then that's just gonna be the outro. Um. Okay. Perhaps. Mayhaps. <clears throat> okay, so we're going into scene five of Imprisoned. Scene five! Yes, so this is Katara and Sokka and Aang setting up for the fake earthbending slash actually doing the fake earthbending. Katara and Sokka suck at acting, and I don't think they're entirely doing it for show. They suck. And this, is, this is clearly comedic, slightly comedic. I mean, when they said act natural, the kids were all frozen, just like... It's, it's like... It's like a che mean, when like Han Solo said to Chewbacca, "We'll just fly naturally." True. <laughs> I fly casually. I mean, it's like, how do you fly casually? <laughs> what is that? Do you just like? I really like the plan, though, um, and I like yeah, that they trust Katara to carry it out. Yeah, it's like Sokka's like, "Okay, you got you got twelve hours. Don't screw it up, and we're on." Yeah. Good luck. Three, two, one, go. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on to scene six. They're on the ship. Uh, well, Katara is on the ship. 
with the rest of the captured Earthbenders from, I guess, that day or something. How many Earthbenders do they have on this no, thing? No, it's this has been a long time. They've captured a lot of Earthbenders. It sounds like they've been there for quite a long well, time. Well, yeah, they've been there for, what, five years, it said? Yeah, and, like, yeah. it's just, like, six new guys. Yeah, and it shows the Fire Nation's actual competency because they at least created a metal ship. Yeah, and, yeah. like... But my main thing is, metal has earthen components. Well, no, that this comes up later. It's like, no one could metal bend until Toph figures it out. Um, spoilers alerts! It makes that moment by Toph, like, so much better because they've established so far in the past that you can't bend metal. That's impossible. True. And then, like, when Toph does it, it's just like, ah! so, yeah, That's also, quite in a while. I don't know. I feel like this also, Katara totally could have just water bended. Oh, Yeah. Well, like, the thing is, she's she would be, like, one person against the entire Fire Nation. She well, needs and to get we all the established to riot, essentially. in a later episode that she's stuff. not actually that great at waterbending yet. Oh, yeah. She's you established very clearly mediocre. in episode nine. That is true. Yeah. So. Later she will be able to, but not now. Um, and the, we also, okay, this is where we get the bending racism with the brutish savory, savagery you call, or bending, Earth. or that passes for bending in your culture or something like that whatever the quote is. Uh, first of all, um, excuse you. Second of all, good thing we had that interlude with Haru actually being awesome earlier because... Haru is pretty cool. Haru is awesome. Haru is awesome. Not as awesome as we, Zuko, but still awesome. We, we meet Haru's padre. Yes. And he's kind of the head Not gonna prisoner. Lie. Not going to lie. I'm kind of surprised that his dad is alive. I Haru know. I'm slightly surprised. But he seems like the head prisoner kind of trying to keep everyone alive yeah which is more reason why i was surprised that he was actually alive and and he's not really and katara wants them to kind of rise up and fight back against them and, and he is not down for that idea at all nope uh katara is still I, an I, idealist I, I, also I get his reasoning till the bitter end yeah but Amy, also tyro just end. does not understand ptsd because he's like some of us just want to go back home and forget this ever happened. I'm like, that's not how PTSD works. And, like, 90% of you definitely will have PTSD after this experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, a lot of TV shows don't understand mental illness. Oh, that's true. I'm just saying. Well, I also, like, how well was PTSD, like, a common... Like, how well understood by our wider culture was PTSD in 2005? That's fair. Like, That's very fair. I, it's been a re- pretty recent development where, like, we've had any understanding of it in a general public sense. Very fair. Yeah. Like, I think most people still just thought of it as shell shock at yeah. this point. True. So. Um, Katara's speech is awesome, but I do like how it doesn't initially work. Oh, it fails miserably. Yeah. It's, it's, cu- and I really it's like quite that. disheartening, actually, that it fails it's, so hard. It's both a perfect um, way of, like, comedy and a way of showing their mindsets. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, you see, you really see this once, like, proud people, in a sense, just broken. And yeah. it's really depressing. Well, especially because you get those two, you get the shot of the two Earthbenders, like, sitting up straighter when she's talking about being, like, valiant yeah. and heroic and stuff. But no, nothing happens. It's just crickets. No. Well, someone like, coughing. Like, the equivalent of crickets. It's, it's really sad. Yeah. Um, but talking about how she knows the Avatar and the Avatar's back and stuff is really dumb. Yeah, especially they might on a Fire her. Nation ship. 
Yeah, where well, she's no, a the, everyone knows the Avatar's back. Yeah, but yeah. now they know she knows the Avatar. Oh, yeah, that's true. So they could torture, they could potentially torture his location out of her. Even if she just told them that he had a flying bison, which they know. Okay, I see what you mean. I mean, yeah, unfortunately, Appa's not that, uh, slick. <laughs> he's well, her, her... He's a giant fluffy monster with an arrow on his head. It's kind of hard to miss him. Yeah. I mean, I'm blind and I could probably find him. <laughs> probably. Step it up it. And I also but, uh, like how the warden literally just turns away. He's like, eh, screw uh, this hip squeak. It, it was like, she's like, oh, like her spirits are crushed. Well, yeah, it's like she just did it to herself more than I ever could. Crush those spirits. So. So after spirits are crushed, Sokka and Aang come back on Appa, and it's like, she's like, I can't leave. Yeah, time is up. I need to help these people. I can't. It's, it's, she's really, and like, so I, so kind of begrudgingly, they agree to help her, and Sokka comes up with a genius idea, actually. (laughs) Sokka, in these next couple episodes, is like, we get to see, we think of him as like a kind of a bumbling idiot. No, he's like, actually actually pretty intelligent. He has some smarts. He knows what he's doing. Like Sokka MVP over here. Like, like, like all that military training, we thought, oh, that's kind of useless. No, it was going to. He figured out some this man really is smart a things. Genius. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and I. And, oh, sorry. Go ahead. And like one of his ideas even doesn't work, but it's like, holy crap, that was still super smart. <laughs> it's like, oh, that was a great idea. Well, and it's, they still the, used it to their advantage, even the fact yeah. that it didn't work, which is cool. He is the hidden genius of the show. Yeah, he's not like, even that hidden. He's just smart, and but he can't. He's not the best at expressing it at dogs. Yeah. Um, He's a smart dumbass. <laughs> so he realizes that the Fire Nation's probably burning a crap ton of coal. And what is coal but a rock? And earth. So it's like, Aang, just go get all this coal here, push it out, and then they can earthbend their way off the ship. It's like... It's just genius. So... They execute the plan, and initially, they get all the coal out, and initially, like, Katara, like, does her call to action, and it, no one moves. No. And it's like, It's kind of great, and then the firebenders are going to kind of kill her, and then, mm-hmm. then. Not kind of kill her. Okay, they're true, they're going to very much kill her. her. <laughs> and then Haru steps up and is like, nope, we're going to actually fight back. Well, he is. Yeah. And then... His father joins in, and then that gets all the Earthbenders to join in, which is really cool. Yeah. The yeah. fight choreography and stuff is amazing, and oh, I love so fight good. choreography in this. The fight I know it's just so good. It's so good. It's really excellent. So, but uh, yeah, they 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 push the Fire Nation off the. Boat. No, please. everyone's. I can't swim. Everyone's like hyped up. Uh, they give a gratitude. They say their gratitude to Katara, because like, it's like without you, we would have been stuck here forever. Essentially, they're all happy. It's great moment, uh, and they leave triumphantly, and they like say we're gonna become like a wandering band of Earthbenders, like liberating towns from the Fire Nation, and it's great. Yeah, Earthbender vigilantes. Yes. Um, Which, to the Fire Nation, they're a terrorist group, but... It's great. 
Hell yeah. Um, and then at the end, very end of the episode, we get the shot of Katara's necklace on the boat, and then Zuko reaching down and picking it up. Also, where it's the guitar. hell did Zuko come from? I don't know. Uh, He's I been mean, on their chase, so it's know. reasonable. But I do Maybe like the um, just the art style of using the shadows on people's faces to um, <sighs> accentuate like the jawline and the forehead uh-huh. because they do it with both uh, Haru when he has the rocks in his hand, the coal in his hand, and mm-hmm. just saves Katara at the end, and um, Zuko when he picks up when he stands up after picking up the necklace. Yeah, and also. Also on Zuko, like they that. want to emphasize that scar because that's such like an important like physical aspect of his character. Yeah, that, like I I... it represents a lot to him. I wish I had a cool scar. Favorite scene of episode? Because I think we're done with it. Oh yeah, we are done with that episode. Yes, we are. I'm gonna go seen... with the shot of Zuko at the end. No, not really. I'm not. Oh doing that. wow. I'm not doing the original that. Amy. I'm not. Um, I'm gonna actually go with the mind scene where the earthbending power of earthbending is shown. Mine is when um, Sokka and Katara are like, "Okay, let's get arrested. Let's get you arrested," and they just <laughs> struggle. I said, "I will lift this mighty rock." And it's like, your ears are ugly. And he's like, hey, back off. Earthbending style. Seriously. And he's like, your ears are ugly. Hey, back off. No, seriously, can you please back off? (laughs) Please back off. I didn't think it would go this far. Uh, Mine is when the earthbenders saved Katara from being murdered. It was like, that's the moment where he's like, yeah, she did. Yeah, they're back, baby. Woo! I, I, I was happy. It's a pretty good episode. It's a good episode. Out of ten. I'd give it a solid 8. 8 out of Kayla. 7.5. 7.5 out of Amy. Brett will give it an 8. 7.833333. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I gave it a 7.5, not a 7. That was my bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh. Amy. Oop. Oop. Okay. Oopsie. So, yes. Episode 7. Episode 7, which is called The Winter Solstice Part 1, or The Spirit World, officially. This good episode. It is. Also, not like a. It's not super like plot heavy. I don't think. No, it's more about character development. Has its moments. I. Oh, I forgot that was this episode. Okay, I love this episode. Are you talking? Is it Iro? Yes. It's it's yes. It's so good. Iro is great. This episode. We really get a sense. Genius. We get a better sense. He's the most competent of competent people. Iroh, really smart. Like, really why good. is he not the one fighting? Why, why is Zuko the one who's trying to find the Avatar? I think it should be Iroh. Because Iroh doesn't care enough. Well, well Iroh doesn't want to find the if Avatar. Iroh, if Iroh wanted... Out. I mean, obviously. But if Iroh wanted to find the Avatar, I have a, I'm convinced 110% that he would have found the Avatar 10 years ago. Before he was yeah. even looking. Before Aang was no. out of the iceberg. He would have just found it. He would have found the no, iceberg. He would have, like... It would have been, like, one episode. Oh, yeah. And Iroh's like... Haha. <laughs> it's not a very you. good it's not a very good three season uh story then if it's one episode long. But it's Iroh that episode. Yeah, just replay no, 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 the, the episode. The rest of the three seasons is just Iroh and Zuko being amazing. Just chilling. Iroh just chilling. And May. You gotta include May. And Ty Lee. We haven't met May yet. Or Ty Lee, but they're awesome. Ty Lee. We haven't even met uh Emo Chicks. Azula. No, we don't meet her until the end of season one. Azula's such a good chick. Actually, no. I watched May, the entire May forty-five minutes. May is an emo chick, but the uh, Ty. Uh, nope, you're wrong. Ty Lee's the super bubbly 
circus girl. May is the yeah. Super Ty Lee emo is an emo. Chick. You said emo chicks. I was like, Ty Lee is an no. Emo. I said May is. May is yeah, the May super. Is. Oh yeah, she's hyper. Super emo. Well, she's at least, maybe not emo. That subculture didn't exist yet, but she's like <laughs> she's, she's like Edgar Allan Poe. Where like he technically wasn't because it didn't exist yet. Dude, but he was he so kind emo. Of he was the first. emo. He was no. Uh, according to South Park, the Goths like him more than the, the emos. Oh yeah, but and even though the South Goths Park like, is, even though the Goths South, like him more, it doesn't mean that he's not emo as all heck. South Park has the greatest depiction of Goths of all time. <laughs> so, it's so funny. South Park's just great. Watch South Park. We should watch South Park. Wait, there's like 25 seasons of that show. Yeah, we're yeah. not watching South Park in its entirety. Um, but, but yeah, I watched an entire 45-minute video on Azula's psychology. One time. I, I think I saw that video, too. It was great. Azula's yes. a great character. She's not in yet. Let's not talk about poor it. Poor Azula. Okay. Why poor Azula? Well, because what happens to her isn't her fault. But she still has to suffer the consequences of everything else that's happened to her in her life, and that sucks. It's a bad parenting all around. Well, yeah. That's what I mean. But she suffers the consequences for it. Yeah, but so does Zuko. And Zuko comes out better for it. Well, yes, but Zuko is also not possibly schizophrenic and at least paranoid. That's fair. Everyone in this universe is paranoid so far. They've been at war for I hundred mean, years. I mean, that's different. You get some paranoia. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, but anyway, actually talking about this episode. Um, this episode, not, epi- not season two or three. Okay, uh, so scene one is our protagonist flying on Abba. Mm-hmm. And Just then chilling. they find the um, burnt forest, and we get to talk about environmentalism a little bit. And Aang... Um, is shown to be connected to nature through his role as the Avatar. So that's kind of cool mm-hmm. and also kind of sad. But then Katara finds some acorns and everything's all right. Yay! Yeah. Acorns for the win! That's kind of all there is to this scene. Yeah, it's yeah. not much. Or I guess the acorn isn't in this scene. Sorry. The acorn's in the next no, one. No, no, the acorn's in this scene. Yeah, it is. She hands it. She hands him an acorn. It's like, well, this force will be regrow. Just I think that's in scene three. Because they're still in the force. Whatever. It's not like it matters. It, this, they, it uh, happens Katara sometime. cheers up Aang. And it's sweet. Uh, scene two is the hot tub scene. The first oh, one yeah, that's good... with Iroh. And then... Yeah, it's hilarious. She goes, she goes like, we're leaving. You bet we're lit up now and because Iroh's just enjoying himself in the hot spring and like, his, Iroh gets up and is like okay wait he's like, 30 minutes you get thought, 30 minutes why don't you take a few more minutes just take be back in the, but if you back don't, in the if ship not, and have an hour it's like if you're not we leave Iroh is a <laughs> national treasure Iroh is just chilling we're claiming him this is an American show we're claiming Iroh <laughs> Iroh is the honorary eighth wonder of the world <laughs> yeah <laughs> He should have been on well, our list for uh, last week. Alyssa, Iroh are both the Eighth Wonder. So it's now Andre the Giant, uh, King Kong, <laughs> Iroh, and Alyssa yes. are the eighth, uh, honorary Eighth Wonders of the world. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, I love this scene. Okay, that's scene. it. So There's not that much in this scene, to, but I love it. They, they yeah. cut back to the floor. There's not a whole lot of, like, 
literal like things that happen but there's a lot of just like good character yeah. moments yeah. that are fun like so they're in the forest the acorn thing and they some town it's the circle of life there's this town person that comes up like we've been raided by the spirit over and over again and they've been stealing our young people well and Aang just admits he's the avatar to a rando dude that just comes up to him but yeah, that's like, not a smart move. Remember what happened to Haru last episode? Katara does. She was there. And, and this guy looks trustworthy. He's, it's an old man. Like, and so was the other dude. Yeah, the dude who ratted <laughs> him out was an old man. This, this guy was looking for genuine help. Well, maybe he just wanted to get Aang to admit he was the Avatar so he could send him to the Fire Nation. Anyhow, so he's like, our town has been attacked by the spirit, and he's been stealing one young person every night and it's bad so can you help since you're the bridge between the spirit world and this world you help and if you don't soon it's the winter solstice and uh we're all gonna die it it will be even more powerful because spirit connection stuff yeah so ang agrees yes despite the fact he has no idea what to do Oh, and I think I do think the animation style has changed slightly since the first few episodes, which makes a lot of sense, obviously, because it's a new show. But all the the uh, protagonists they look a lot younger. They have like rounder faces, I think. At the very least, I didn't I notice this. Aang. They're a bit more like yeah, Aang's and his movement is a lot more jumpy. Yeah, I I would agree. The animation is. I think they just got a higher budget. Yeah, but Aang definitely, like, his face is a little rounder and a little more just I haven't noticed this, though. I didn't notice this, so I'm going to say yes. It's like, that is a possibility. All right. I just thought it was interesting. That's a, that's a, if you, if you notice that, that's impressive because I did not see that at all. Yeah, I kind of noticed it. That's a good visual look. It's a good eye. Anyhow. Uh, so scene four is back to Iroh. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay. Iroh's chilling. Chilling in the hot tub. He fell asleep. Yeah, he a mouse out, comes up. It's a mouse vole, actually. A mole. Is, it's a uh, vole. He's just vole. I think. And vole. they're just chatting. And then Earthbenders show up. He's in my notes him. as vole prophet. That's <laughs> vole prophet. It's vole Jesus. It's vole Jesus. So Earthbenders, actually no, Earthbenders kept, yeah they do, and then uh... They capture Iroh. I think it's very interesting how the last episode the Fire Nation was such bad, was so much of the bad guy, and the Earth Nation were so much the innocent bystanders, and then this episode you're literally supposed to be rooting for Iroh, and I mean I yeah. do, because it's Iroh, but... Well, I, I don't think you're supposed to be rooting for him, I don't think they're establishing him as a good guy, they're just more established. Wishing him as the underdog. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah just but them, since people I, will root for the underdog, they are intentionally placing him in a situation where the a, at least well, quite a lot of viewers will identify with him and will sympathize with his plight well, and root for him. Amy, I, th- I think you're talking as somebody who knows what happens next. I'm trying to think of this as an idea of, like, I don't know what Iroh becomes later. And, uh, or what I, we, once we learn more about Iroh, no, and but I think I'm people would see this as, like... Of, of, we have seen Iroh previously, okay. but having I, him I just, be the one that's captured right after we have this like cutesy exchange with the hot tub thing in Zuko, 
it just I do if, to me anyway it changes how you would actually look at the scene and the scenes in this episode where Iroh has been captured and especially the fight at the end because you are most definitely intention like supposed to be rooting for Iroh and Zuko but yet they are the quote unquote bad guys I think this episode establishes Iroh as more innocent than Zuko but I still think they want you to view them overall as not good yeah I disagree but that's just me I I don't I I think it's more foreshadowy than really uh, like Iroh's overall good guy it's just more yeah it's my opinion. Um, also, I think this is the first time we actually get Iroh as related to Ozai. When the, don't they say um, like, the Fire Lord's brother or something? I don't know if we've had that before. I, I, I think it... I don't think it was explicitly said as It was implied loud, because Zuko is the crown prince like, and Iroh is his uncle, but yeah, it was, I mean, it could be on his mother's side. We didn't know. It, it's like, we... I, I guess that's true, but like... I, I think it was implied, but it was never explicitly said or so. Yeah, yeah. You're right there. But that's the first time we actually get that, which is interesting. Also, so you get that in this episode. And then moving on to scene five in the village, which is not nearly as interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, they're just chilling in the vig- village. Aang agrees to help with the spirit, and he's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I <laughs> yeah. don't know what to do. He's like, oh, no. Oh, no. And then we get the night scene with the actual spirit coming and destroying the town, and the villagers are just not that concerned about the town being completely destroyed. And I have many questions about that, but okay. No, they're, they're also, concerned. Uh, That's why they—they're just—they just think it will be solved because they got the avatar. You know, they also yoinked up uh, Sokka. Yes. Oh uh, no, that's—that's is... that's later this episode. So basically, uh, the spirit comes, and Aang can't really figure out how to deal with it and he's struggling and Sokka's like we can't just let him hang him out to dry like this what are we doing then and, he goes uh, out and gets captured by Kei oh Bai. yeah well I mean and this is in character for Sokka too it's like we can't just let him hang out to dry he just feels morally wrong about that and uh and uh so he goes up and uh he's captured and gets captured he gets yoinked um, yes. Um, so. Yes. So then scene six is Zuko finding the, like, abandoned hot tub and going on an adventure to find mm-hmm. Iroh. He looks older in this scene. Like, where the other kids looked younger, he, Zuko looks older, despite the fact that we know from Meta he's, like, two, what, a year older? No, two years older than Sokka, a year older than Sokka. I think it's just he's supposed to show that he's more emotionally mature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just interesting. That's all I have for that scene. It's Zuko, so I like it. Okay. That's fair. Best characters, what can I say? Um, Scene 7, Sokka and Heibai. Like, it's basically the spirit running away with Sokka. Yeah. (laughs) And And Sokka's like... And Aang's chasing him. Was like, no, come back, come back, come back, please, please, please. And Aang fails. Yeah, which I like. I like that he fails, and also bear statue foreshadowing, of course. We love a bit of foreshadowing. Oh we yeah. We really do. Um, so shall we move on to scene eight? Yes. Uh, yeah. Iroh, <laughs> yeah, boy. So we get that 
backstory of Iroh and Bossing Say. This is a little at uh, odds of what we'll hear later, like a lot later, but that's okay. Yeah. This is story. It's like. After so you, many years away from home, my men were tired, and I was tired, uh, and I'm still tired. Plop. <laughs> I love Iroh. <laughs> See, he I falls wonder. Off. If, I wonder if that's does... genius acting, or just Iroh. He's certainly better acting than at a uh, than a uh, Sokka and Katara. That's not a that's not a high bar. <laughs> right. It's well, like, and he's oh, better than he was. It's at like lying being better than like, Trump. Like it's like being better than Trump. It's like, oh, good. I was gonna it's say better hard. at lying than you are. I mean, I am garbage at lying, but that's besides. I I don't need. To, I don't. No, lie actually, in my I daily thought you life. were the best liar that the world has ever seen. You you flatter me. <laughs> I was lying. <laughs> How could I have known she was lying? You're also a worse Poor baby. worse actor than them. No, that that was sarcasm. Sure. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. And um which is also interesting with Iroh's genius at trying to escape, just pitting him against Aang's utter failure. I mean obviously Iroh does not succeed, but he does do the sandal, which is the val valuable thing for Iroh him to becomes do, so. Cinderella Cinder Iroh. <laughs> Cinder Iroh. Yes, Cinderella. Um, I can't have been the only person who like thought of that. Uh, but, uh, I didn't, but that makes so much sense, and I should have thought of it. Yeah, but uh, uh, so Ang doesn't Ang kind of get knocked into the spirit world, or yeah, next scene Ang is in the spirit world. Okay. Which he is gets. very interesting. I have not much to say about this scene. It's literally yeah, okay, just but, Aang's in the spirit world now. And uh, and he comes back, he realizes his spirit world because no one else can see him. That's... And then... He's oh, also yeah. blue. Yeah, and... Well, he doesn't blue. realize it. He realizes he's, this He's later. like and the then, Pandora avatar. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hilarious. And then uh, he... Uh, what does he do? He then... Oh, yeah, a big freaking dragon comes up to him. He's like, what the... My dude, that's the next scene you're skipping. Oh, shoot, never you're mind. You're skipping Go. scene 10, which Amy, is Zuko. You do. I don't remember... So scene 10 is Zuko. I don't even remember what he does in the scene, but I remember thinking... Oh, that's right. He finds the sandal, sniffs the sandals, like, and grimaces. And like, oh, yep, that's Uncle Iroh. Uncle Iroh. I remember We this. see that. Which makes me wonder, has he sniffed his uncle's feet in the past? <laughs> right. No, it's it's probably just more like he he's been around him and it's like oh he knows I know this scent <laughs> I've been here before uh, but it's hilarious but, uh, it's Zuko we also get Zuko we realize that he cares about his uncle yeah in this episode which that, is really like, sweet he said it was like I'm gonna leave and then here he is looking for him <laughs> yeah. But then we move on to scene 11, which is what you were saying before with Aang being okay. blue and doing talking about the thing. And Roku with the dragon. Well, the dragon. <laughs> Roku is dragon. He's not with the dragon. Yeah. Also, why does Roku get a dragon and Aang just gets a sky bison? Lame. Well, no, it's sky like bison? This, it's, awesome. it's their guide animal. And I think their guide animals are usually the creature that help show how to bend to the people. So dragons help the Earth, a uh, fire nation, uh... Yeah, uh, but it's... Bison helped... Air buff bison helped the airbenders. Blind mole rats helped, uh... 
Earthbenders. No, but the, the Earthbenders. Did. None of the Earthbending avatars have badger moles. They don't. Nope. Well, I don't know. Dragons are bad. And the Earthbending ones don't have the moon. You mean well, uh, the Waterbender? What do? Uh, I meant the Waterbending one. Sorry. It's like what? What was the name? It was like the creature guide. Creature guide avatar. But none of them have the moon. The moon was the first airbender. What? Earthbender. What? What am I doing? The moon was the first waterbender. I can actually get this yeah. right. Well, I mean, what like? I don't know. What animals do avatars get? Anyhow, but like dragons are cool, so that's why. Yeah, but Aang gets a lame sky base. Dude, Sky, sorry, Appa. But you <laughs> sorry, better not. You don't, don't be dissing my boy, Appa. I'm dissing Appa. I'm sorry. He can't breathe fire. No, uh, well, Appa is a freaking flying bison. He's cool. But he's also a buffalo. You don't. According to nope, those I'm, firebending dudes, he's I'm a buffalo. I'm not talking to you about... <laughs> but, but Appa's cool, and you get to accept it. Appa is objectively I cool. I, I will sit here. I mean, Appa is cool, but he's not as cool as a freaking dragon. Nope, I sit here angrily. Okay. Um, and Aang's little plight there is kind of sad because it just has the feeling of seeing people after you die. So, like, you're dead and then you see how people grieve for you. It just has that yeah. kind of feeling of. No, not, not literally. They're just more like caught. They're like. Yeah, uh, no, no, Katara but it has that least... same feeling of, like, you're seeing how people are dealing with your absence. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Katara is, like, hoping against hope a little here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then scene 12 is Iroh, which is really weird, because apparently Iroh can see in the spirit world. Because he... Yeah. Well, no, 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 that, that kind of establishes, like, no one else will see it, but we kind of get this thing that Iroh's, like, special, because he sees the dragon. He's like, holy crap, oh, Iroh's cool. Maybe he and sees we get the this... dragon. No, he see. I, I and not he maybe he doesn't see Aang. Maybe he sees the dragon. No, I think he sees both, but he doesn't say anything. No, I know, but I'm saying, based on what you were saying about the special seeing the dragons and stuff, that based on what we find out later, that might actually make sense. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, also, the heating the cuffs and asking for them to be tightened actually yeah, is that's kind weird. of genius. It's genius, but it's so weird. But yeah. it works. Yeah, it uh, does work. And then uh, he uh, he kind of just rolls downhill. <laughs> he does roll down a hill. But, but we get smart Iroh moments, so that's always nice. Uh, and then on to scene 13, which is Aang with the vision of the Fire Sanctuary. Um, yes, that was a Zelda Ooh. reference, calling it the Fire Sanctuary. Um, it's very convenient that only a few days, that it's only a... A uh, few days before the solstice, when he gets this vision and is in this town in the spirit world, yeah, a little convenient, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah, but like he also doesn't the dragon take him to like this like the statue they were at before, and like they have this like weird spirit moment with it or yeah, what? They have like a mini weird spirit moment, but I he has what a vision statue? Of, of the statue in the dead forest. The bear one. Yeah, the bear one. Which is, Just going where, back into his body. Yeah, well, that well, we well, and that's how Aang kind of re figures out later that like, oh, this is the spirit of the forest. And well, yeah, 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 but down. I'm saying it's only uh, my. All I'm saying is it's very convenient that it's only a few days before the solstice that he, like, he doesn't find this in like, 
uh, March and have to wait three months for like the summer solstice. You don't find it in like September and have to wait. It's just show convenience. Like it would be boring. No, I know, I know. Summer. I'm not saying it wouldn't be boring. I'm just saying it's convenient. Um, and anyhow, the like the uh, con- the uh, threat of like oh those comments coming at the end of next summer or whatever that's much more of an existential threat than uh, oh winter solstice like that um, doesn't add any tension. Yeah, but that's next episode. Okay, okay. so scene fourteen is Iroh and just the Earthbenders talking about his what to do with him, which I don't have anything to say about it. It's just more Iroh, which is cool. Um, anything? No. Yep. Nope. Zook, doesn't Zuko show up in the scene? Uh, that's scene 15. That's next, okay. Which is, uh, we've got Katara is on Appa trying to find um, Aang and Sokka. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zuko yeah, yeah. looks up, sees her, and, well, sees Appa, I guess, and yeah, kind of looks around because he's on Iroh's trail, and he's like, see, but the Avatar. But then, we, and we don't know what he chooses. So the next scene, scene 16, which is Iroh. Mm-hmm. And... Ira is about to get his hands crushed by a boulder. Yep. And then Zuko comes in and saves the day. We get yeah. to we find out that Zuko cares for his uncle. Yeah, it's really sweet. sweet. Yeah, Zuko. Zuko is also starting to get a character through that. He's not just the nameless bad guy anymore. Um, yep. Ira is a freaking ninja. Yeah. He and is. also like swinging his chains around. Like what the heck. Yeah, Iroh's yeah. pretty badass. He really is. It's pretty great. And, and then, it's uh, funny how at least I like never feel that much sympathy for the earthbending soldiers, even though like usually I would sympathize with the earthbenders. <laughs> it's really weird, but you know, it's just yeah, how you portray co- the character. Good guys. Right, but in the Fire Nation is the bad guys, but it kind of turns out on its head because you actually know Zuko and Iroh and you care about them as characters. So you're like, I don't want Iroh to get his hands crushed. I want more Iroh in my show. Yeah. Well, you you don't care for them in, like, the same sense you care for, like, Aang or Sokka at this point. Oh, I do. This is Amy we're for talking them. about. I mean, well, like, the thing is, you know how the series oh, ends I li- with no, these no. characters. First time I watched I was still invested in them more than I was in the protagonist. Then, then you were very different from me my first time watching, because I thought, oh, these guys are the bad guys. I don't want them to keep winning. I was very much anti those guys. I was very much pro because I wanted to see more of them. Because if they die, <laughs> then we won't see any more. Anyhow. Fine. But, uh... So, that's pretty cool scene. And then, uh, they win. And it's like, put on pants, please. No, will you please put on some pants? <laughs> please. Watch Ira just say, nah. <laughs> I know, I love how they found, the Earth Nation found time to put a loincloth on him. I mean, thank goodness, but, like, (laughs) that was definitely their first priority. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much captured, so. Yeah. (laughs) Still, it's funny. It is funny. Scene 17 is in the village. Aang learned something, which is good. It's a cute scene with the, um... Katara and Saga saying, like, we will let you go into the Fire Nation without us. No, no, no. Oh, you skipped a bunch of stuff. You yeah. skipped the whole co- second confrontation with the spirit animal. Yeah, but there's not that much to say about Basically, it. Basically, okay. the second... He returns spirit- an acorn. Be like... Brings an acorn environment. back. Environment. And then no, he like, says he the force will grow back, an and then Heibai becomes a panda instead of a weird Totoro thing. And then... 
and then uh, he goes back calmly, and the people who were captured come back. So yeah. Aang did his job. You were in the spirit world for 24 hours. How do you feel? Like I seriously need to use the bathroom. You don't have bathrooms in the spirit world. Apparently not. We have learned something today. Um, and yeah, uh-oh, the island is in the Fire Nation. Dun, dun, dun. So, they set up the next episode. Yes, which is part two of the Winter Solstice. Which I'll just say, that's is episode eight. We're moving on. Or no, oh, we're we, not. We need to do we our need to do favorite scenes. We need to do favorite scenes. Sorry, I radiance. guess we can split them up. So, yeah. Favorite scene. Iroh Zuko fight scene at the end. Yeah, I mean, just just um, Iroh in general. Is, yes, Iroh in general. That was, this was my, that was like my favorite one, Iroh in general. It's the secret. I legitimately liked Aang calming down the angry spirit. I mean, that's okay. I legitimately liked it, so. Out of ten. Um... Eight. We'll give it a eight seven out of for Amy. Iroh. Eight out of Amy, seven out of Kayla, eight and a half out of me. Wow. I really like this episode. Alright, so episode eight is the Winter Solstice Part 2, otherwise known as Avatar Roku. Mm-hmm. So we start off this episode in the village again. Um, yes. With Katara's use of... Um, like, I can't... Like, the world can't afford it leaves you and neither can I. I don't like that because it feels like they're way too, this is way too far along than where they are in their relationship. It's fine. I, I don't think it was. I think it was meant cool. to be like a friendship. Neither. Could yeah, I I think yeah, I think it she is. Yeah. The way I think it's more like subconscious than really uh, intentional. I would yeah, say. Yeah, but still, it's not my favorite line. I think it's fine. It's not. I mean, that's your worst. opinion, and I have mine. Okay. Well, your opinion's wrong. So is yours. Well, your opinion's wronger. Uh, no, yours is. No, you. You. No, you. You. Children, Shame. calm down. Shame. <laughs> Hold on, I gave up two more. Shame. Two too many. I, I need to take two shames back. I gave out too, too many shames. Okay, anyway, scene but two. But still shame overall. <laughs> scene two is Zuko on the ship. Um. Jeez. Yes, so... We learned Zuko has been banished by his father, mm -hmm. which I don't know if we knew before. Uh, this again puts Zuko at odds with the rest of the Fire Nation with talking about, like, you can't go back. Yep. Um, the chase sequence is neat. Yeah, we got Zuko. I, and the entire thing, I love uh, this the, Them scene. getting into the Fire Nation so good. I with, love like, this. The blockade and Zuko. Yeah, and, and then, just like, the just, fact that oh. they're both, you get both the Zuko's side of needing to get through the blockade and, like, stuff, and the protagonist. It's so cool. I love this scene. Um, and yeah, pretty awesome. Zhao with saying Zuko is a traitor, which is also very interesting. Mm -hmm. um, just because, we get again, Zuko's not normal Fire Nation soldier. Normally part of Fire Nation. Um, yeah, it's, this scene is epic. Um, scene three is Aang, Sokka, and Katara at the Fire Temple. Uh, yeah, so basically after, like, an intense blockade running thing, you get, they get to the Fire Temple, and, uh, they're not... All the Fire accepted. Sages except one are traitors. 
Yeah, everyone Which, else I mean, we only know that all the Fire Nation soldiers, all the Fire Sages are traitors. We don't even know about the good guy yet, but... Yeah. Uh, which is very interesting, and also a little cliche to have, like, the single guy who's, like, bad guy who's dressed as everyone else, but he's actually friendly. Yeah. It's well, a little cliche. But that's okay. I have no problem with it. It's just a little cliche. <laughs> um, it's still and, a cliche, yeah. And I, I like the fact that it's, they say it's been a couple weeks since um, the Western Air Temple, or Southern Air Temple, I guess. Southern. Yeah, you get a Wherever the, yeah, Aang set off the statues. So, yeah, and you get a timeline that actually makes some sort of plausible sense yeah. at all. It's great. So many shows don't have that. Uh, scene yeah. four is Zuko and Iroh. Oh, and basically, one guy helps them get to yes. where they're going. Yeah. I have nothing else to say about that scene at all. Mm-hmm. Um, scene five is the Fire Temple again. Sokka has the idea to get into the um, fire sanctuary through the yeah. turn. Like Fake the fire. Bomb things, yeah, the fire bombs. Well, be- before this, they, they're just talking to the fire sage and they learn more about yeah, yeah. Why everyone's turned and you get it's just a good talking. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Um and then we go to that's plan Oh we don't know, okay. So the next is uh scene six with Zuko, who also has a smart plan to get rid of Zhao. Yeah. With the smoke screen. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah. So fake fire doesn't work. Yes. Unfortunately that's scene seven. Uh, with the fire temple. I kind of wish Sokka's plan would have worked, but that's okay. I kind of like that it doesn't. I'm kind of ambivalent, to be quite honest, in terms of whether it worked or not, but I like the execution. Yeah, they. it it was a well-thought-out plan. And also, I think he uses fake fire later, so... Yeah. They establish it. Yeah. and But I do like that Zuko succeeds in pinning Aang because it shows he is continually competent. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's just a madman. More competent. He has than one mission. Pirates. He has one mission, and he's gonna succeed at it. God damn it! Well, and he's thinking. been succeeding at his missions so far. He just eh, he's still kinda... the avatar. Well, no, but he's been succeeding and getting closer than anyone else is, seems to be getting. So that's true. Go Zuko! Yeah. Um, so. so outside the sanctuary, I like the or once Aang gets inside the the sanctuary. I like the smoke effect to change from uh, looking, like, just at the sanctuary to being in the spirit world looking at yeah. Roku with, like, the camera turning to the side. Yeah. It's so good. And then the, uh, Roku, the smoke effect. I love Roku's it. introduced so well in this oh, show. Oh, yeah. Because like, he kind of built up as this, like, important figure, but we really don't get a full gla- grasp of him. But then once we finally meet him, it's like, oh, oh my God. It's, oh, my God, it's Roku. Yeah. Ow! You're freaking out a little. Um, and then, so now we're outside the sanctuary in scene nine. Mm-hmm. F you, Joe. I hate you. Yeah, Joe. I hate Joe. Well, you get this great thing where, like, our heroes are captured, 
Zuko and Jao are kind of fighting. It's like this really tense thing. It's like they're all waiting for Aang to come back at the oh, last yeah, century because yeah. he can't stay there forever. Right, it's, it's literally like, oh, just a stalemate and it's awesome. But I, Zhao underestimates Roku. It's like, well, get him when he comes out. It's like, do you not think he's thought of this? No, he's like the, the thing is, is that he doesn't think, they don't think of it as Roku. They think they of think it, well, it no, as Well, no, but Aang. still, Aang is the avatar and you think if he's doing super secret things, then maybe he's a little powered up now. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but but we also don't know that Roku's going to come crashing out of that door. Well, no, no, no. But they know that Aang is in there to receive some sort well, of information. They don't know what kind of information. That information could literally make him a god. Oh, yeah, they by the way, know. the information is is that uh, Sozin's Comet is coming But that's at the, the, the next summer. scene. Oh, I'm sorry. Gosh. So scene 10 is inside the sanctuary where we get the plot for the rest of the series when we get an end goal, which I really like. And the clear end goal is, again, Sozin's comment, like Brett just said. Um, and I- I did not well, just say. You, you did. I absolutely love that they don't show Ozai's face in oh, this scene. Oh yeah, that is pretty good. Scene. You, get. you just get him as this shadowy demon, dude. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, it's pretty well done. Makes him look way more threatening and mysterious than he did, like, yeah, he's, than it would no. if they just showed the face of a rando dude. It's You're just, like, it's is... like Jaws. Like, <laughs> you don't see the shark, so the shark's scarier. Yeah, exactly. It's the same principle. Um, and they do compress, this is a compressed timeline. Like, they have an end goal where the, all the <laughs> next, all the events in the rest of the series have to take place within six months. Because it is now the winter solstice and they're going to the summer solstice, which is pretty much <laughs> exactly six months. Um, yeah. But... Six months is a decent amount of time, and again, it saves them from then saying, "Oh, uh, it's been a month, and they've defeated yeah, the Fire no. Lord." So they they, yeah. they have to they have to stick to a timeline. Yes, I like that. Um, watch, uh, what if they just procrastinated? <laughs> like yeah. I'm, I'm doing on my homework right now. Yeah, it's like we we it's got time. Midnight. It's like oh, I got twelve hours. I'm good. Um, and I love the double vision effect of Aang's mouth when he talks in the Avatar state. They kind of have the thing yeah. where it's like the top. It's like a bunch of voices at once. Like yeah. It's kinda, like they said, you have all the previous Avatar's powers combined. So it's like, oh, you get all their voices at the same time. Dude, that's great. I know. It's, I love it. It's ah, amazing. So well done. And then so. scene 11, which is directly comes on to scene 11, which is outside. And then the doors open. And, and then they're like, you. let's get get ready. And then they all shoot the fire. All the, the fire nation soldiers shoot the fire. Uh-huh. And then yeah. we get Roku. It's uh, like, oh Roku just God. kicks their <laughs> ashes and then proceeds to destroy the fire temple. And he's like, you guys screwed it up. This is now burning to the ground. By the yeah. way, this is a fire temple in a volcano, which is amazing. I mean, yes, it is. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, and then scene 12 is just Zhao later. He's like, oh. Kind of licking his wounds a little. Yeah. And I'm like, suck it, Joe. Suck <laughs> no it. No one likes Xiao. Everybody, he sucks. Uh, and Screw I like Zhao. Aang and Katara's brace, embrace at the end on Oppo when it's literally just like the silhouette thing and you can't see like anything. It's a good hug. It's cute. It's a nice, I like it. solid hug. It really is. 10 out of 10 hugs. Yes. <laughs> okay, that was episode eight. Great episode. This episode's fantastic. So, best bits, fa- favorite parts. My uh, favorite part is just Roku coming out of that freaking door. It's like, 
it just, oh my god, <laughs> you get this really like, it just, oh, he's so powerful, he's, it's, oh my god, and then, uh, it's just so, so good. My it's favorite so was good. just the exposition shot in a volcano. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's pretty awesome. My favorite, uh, the running, blockade running scene. Oh, that scene's, this episode's so good. It's, yeah, this is a great episode. All right, scores. I'll give it an eight and a half. Eight, eight and a half. Eight and a half out of Kayla. Eight and a half out of Nine. Eight, two eight and a halfs and a nine out of Brett. All right. Nine is so far the highest rating I have given, any of us have given to anything. So its average is 8.6 repeating. Okay. So. We are now on episode nine, called The Waterbending mm -hmm. Scroll. And as a disclaimer, I'm, eh. This, this is my least is... favorite out of the episodes. This Same. is a good episode, but it is the weakest of the bunch. Yeah. Um, okay. Scene one is all the protagonists on ABBA, obviously. And Aang freaking out about the timeline. And mm -hmm. Justifiably. Yeah. But Katara's <laughs> saying that, why don't I try to teach you? And my question is, why have you not tried before now? Yeah. I, I don't think it became as pressing of an issue until this moment. Yes, like, we'll but just still. go get a. They, there's like we'll get a master to do it right. I'm not qualified to teach you, <laughs> but like, it's just like oh, we're kind of in desperate measures. You should probably get something. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's kind of all I have to say about that scene. They agreed yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, scene two is Zuko on the ship. I still love Iro. With the lotus tile. This is a, a great scene. I'm, how do you play that game? Pai Chao? Pai Chao. It's not real. I know it's like, not a real game. but It's it's like Mahjong. Yeah. I know it's like a... I read, I read the Wikipedia page about it for some reason. Uh, or something about it. It's like a combination of Go and Mahjong and several <laughs> games. And they didn't make a real set for it through the show. It's just made up. <laughs> but so. I love Zuko in this. And then... So he's like, who is it? You changed the course of the ship for a lotus tile? And it's like the most disbelieving, exasperated face he could possibly pull, and it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's great. Uh, I, I, I really like this scene. It's so good. But there's not that much to say about it. <laughs> no. It's just funny. Okay, moving on to scene three is Aang and Katara training water bending yes yeah i hate ang showing off he does not well, need to be a bitch in this entire episode i hate ang ang so is much. not showing off i don't think he is though i think he's he just, is he has I don't, well i don't think he's intentionally think he's doing unintentionally it showing off. yeah I, i'll agree with caleb well, there, yes, but like, well you clearly know what you're doing so go over there and do it and don't make me look at you well no the thing is is that it's just ang it makes sense that ang would be quite good yes, at this okay. you initially. Yes, okay, you've established this the first time. You don't need to keep showing Aang showing off and acting like a fucking jerk. They only do I it, they only do it for the first three, like, things. It's yes, only for, and like, I the first hate three it for the first three things. I am and on it, Katara's side. She should not have to apologize to Aang, who's being a butt. I mean, she did, like, way overstep the line. Yes, she, because Aang decided he was going to show off and be no, a butt. No, he wasn't showing off. He was like, like, oh... Yes, like, I would do I, it, and proceeds to try and teach her. I, I hope she knows no, like, what she's doing. No, the th well, the thing is, is that just Aang just 
learned it quickly and is doing it really yes, well. Yes, so he can go over there and do it. He does not need to be doing it in front of Katara being a butt. They did it for like three minutes. Yes, and it pissed me <laughs> off for those three minutes. I d- hard disagree. I think Katara is way crossing a line. I like, am a hundred percent with Katara. She is clearly episode. like just jealous and not out. And it's just not. It's just straight up because straight up it's like just that Aang being is just good at something. Yes, well, why doesn't Aang go over there and experiment with new waterbending techniques then? Since he's so goddamn good. I hard disagree with you. I think Katara looks like a jerk in this scene. Ah, I disagree with that. Because Aang isn't doing it to be like a, a asshole. He's just doing it to. He's just just he just did it. It's like that's how he. Yeah, I gotta take Brett's side on this. That's he's, fine, but and then, I, and then I'm one hundred percent with Katara, and nothing you say will change my mind. No, and Katara just what does Katara say again? It's like, well, if you, and just like, Aang didn't want to do that. Aang was just Aang has no excited. reason to burst into tears as if he's the wronged party here. He's the guy who knows exactly what he's no, doing. No, is somebody is somebody who he thought of, he his friend, who he was being talked by, exploded at him for being. Doing, and you don't learning cry how about to do that. It. You move on with your life. He's, He's 12. 12. <laughs> you still move on. You don't yell at 12-year-olds and expect them and to like. You don't what, yell at 13. She's like, well, you still don't They're yell at children. children. They're both children. They're both acting like children slightly. Aang is just excited. He's good at something. I don't yes, both see that as wrong. Over this there scene. and do it. No, I don't. I, I think I, both I, of them no. It's stuck like in no. He is literally lear- just learned how to do this a minute ago, and he's already exactly. doing it pretty well. And he's trying to teach Katara to do it. That's my problem, especially later. Katara well, no, does it's not that, need his assistance. No, the thing is, is that she kind of does though a little. Is that she she's can just, figure it out on her own. She does not the, need like the, the water whip thing is help her. The, the water whip thing is like she's getting so frustrated with herself yes, and that's doing normal. it that she's you not. Just well, learn. yes. It's natural to be frustrated with yourself. Yes, I agree, she doesn't but like, need Aang's help. Aang does not no, know but her, how to teach her, it any better than she does. Her staying so frustrated. Well, actually, she he might be able to knowing airbending, and we learn later that airbending and waterbending have similarities to them. We find out future is that he might not be the worst least. He's certainly not yes, the but least we don't know that now. We don't know about any of those similarities. We just know that Aang is showing off. No, he's not showing off. It's that he's basically telling Katara, if like if you stay this frustrated with it, you're going to not be able to figure it out. You need to like get a clear head, and she, Which she storms will eventually off. figure out, and she will learn as she does later. She does not need eggs to be showing off in her face about it. She's not. Look, he's not I'm showing saying. off. I'm done with this. He's not. I hard disagree. I, I disagree okay, with your premise. Agree to disagree. It's the thing. It's the thing. I disagree with your premise. I don't think Aang is being going too far here. Yeah. Well. I do not think Katara is in the wrong at all in this episode. I think, I think, I oh, don't okay, think that's she's not, in the... That's a lie, but, you know. Yeah, well, she has. Not until uh, I think later. her exploding right now, at Aang for being happy he was good at something it is, it was, uh... Was way yes, Aang's long. also the Avatar who's supposed to be good at things. He doesn't well, need no, to like, rub in face that he's the Avatar. It's like if, like, no, if, like, I taught you how to play a game and then you beat me at it and then I yelled at you. That's crossing the line. That's not how you treat people. I think Katara is hard in the wrong. Agree to disagree. Uh, but moving on. Um, 
we can go to the market scene where Aang is, again, an immature kid, which is also my problem in this. Where he gets all the competency and then proceeds to go and spend all the money and Katara has to clean up after his mess, again. Well, that was, I, that was more just, that, that was to, yeah, reestablish Aang is still a kid and Sokka and Katara are really running the show of this. Yes, but he just spent their money on a bison whistle, which, yes, does come in handy later, but it's a bison whistle and a hat. Or whatever. Does he buy the hat in this? I don't even know. I don't think he buys the hat. I don't think it's the hat. I think next episode it's... The hat in the hat doesn't even say that. The dude. True. Well, I also think the bison... I just... I just... I feel like the bison whistle is just like... The creator's like, we might want to get him a bison whistle for like future events. Because I think it comes up in future episodes as well. It's just like, this is when to do it. Oh, probably, but you do have to think of how the characters are responding, not just the fact that this needed to be in there somewhere that they get a bison whistle and this was a great a time of it as any. But it's just, to me, it's just the combination of I think the, the difference between Aang being a show, like just, in Aang, my opinion, showing off versus being completely <laughs> incapable of managing money is ridiculous to me and I hate it, but that's just me. Um... Well, Aang never had to manage money before. He's never had this experience. Of course he's not going to be good at it. Yes, so why did they no, give ta- him the money in the first place? He's 12. That, that's, that's on them. Like, why did they give him the money? <laughs> they shouldn't have. <laughs> yes, because everything's Katara's fault. No, I'm not saying it's Katara's fault. I'm just All saying right, they shouldn't have given him the money. Katara's I'm not an idiot. Not, why I'm, does she steal from the pirates? Because yeah, cool. of her jealousy of Aang being good at waterbending. So she's like, I can become better at waterbending with the scroll. So she takes the scroll. Yeah, but still, stealing is bad. I mean, yeah, it is bad, and Sokka points that out. But but I guess it is it, for pirates, and I can't complain that much. Like, I will No, but still, it was still the, a really... Even if it wasn't wrong to necessarily steal for them, it was still incredibly stupid of them. They, she, oh, it they, was stupid... It was but you know what? It was a waterbending scroll that was stolen from a waterbender. I can't I'm not, complain a- Amy, about Amy, 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 Amy. I don't disagree with the inherent moral of stealing from pirates. I'm just, what I'm saying is that they knew it was valuable and she knew that it would be dangerous. But she took it anyway because of jealousy. Is that Aang was good at something and she wasn't. I think Katara crosses a lot of lines this episode. Okay, moving on. So, yeah, that's all I have to say about the market thing. Scene 5 is Zuko plus Iroh. At the market. Iroh's also not very scene. good with Mark. The scene makes this episode all better. Yeah, Iroh's so not better. Iroh is basically give just me at Target. <laughs> I love the monkey like face the impression that face. he does at the end. I love it. The only thing better than finding what you we're looking for is finding things you weren't looking for. I love this. Episode. I love this. Bargain. Uh, okay, scene six is Katara and Aang. I refuse to go into this again because we literally just talked about it. Uh, scene I, seven. And, no, no, scene it's seven. just they're they're trying to do the water whip thing, and it's yeah. And we already talked about it. Scene seven is uh, oh, the protagonist in captured. The uh, they're sorry. Because she I tries guess. to go out and learn. No. Yeah. She, well, no, well, like the thing is, is they probably she gets she doesn't get captured. I will because defend. I don't think this. I, I I'll, I'll defend her trying to teach herself too by herself because she's clearly gonna be frustrated around Aang 
So exactly. her so stepping she's to the side herself from the situation, which is good I don't for think, her. I don't think what Katara did was wrong of removing herself from a situation and try to learn it later. It's just pirates found her and she got captured. Yeah. Yes, but I will defend that, Katara in this episode pretty much. I, I'm not going to say Katara is... Ne- I'm not saying Katara is a bad person. I'm just saying she crossed a line here. She just made, messed yes, up. Yes, I know, and I agree to disagree, but we're, we're moving on because... And Why I, are we fighting about this? It makes no sense. Um, okay. I think Katara is fine. Yeah, I, I think it's Sokka just, I just is... Think, I, th- I think, honestly, it's kind of how we view the world is kind of slightly coming in flashes. That yeah. It's just like there's a slight worldview disagreement and it's coming out through Katara and Aang fighting in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's more, uh, it's, I think that's why. It's just, I tend to think, like, you should, if you're, if you were trying, she was trying to help Aang learn, and he learned quickly. And in, in that moment, he was better at waterbending than she was. Yes, but I disagree with the fact that Aang and then proceeds to be showing. I don't think he's showing off. I think he's just Which, again, that that's the that. different worldview here. Yeah, and, and oh, it's yeah. like, I think... Uh, it's not like it's like oh Katara you're so bad or like it was that's, it, yeah but that's not Aang the was same trying thing to be a friend showing and, and, off. And, and, I think it was and, I think and, he was and, unintentionally showing off he was having so much fun he was doing I agree and, and also like with Aang offering advice he wasn't doing that it's like oh you're bad it's just he because throughout the episode Aang is like clearly respects Katara as a teacher she he thinks she's a great teacher he's really happy that she's his teacher. And it's just, like, more quick advice, I would yeah. say, than judging. I don't think it's... There's clearly no malintent by Aang. It's, yeah. And it's, it's, not, it's not even... I'd not even, even yeah, to me, it's, it's which, not even, I, like... It's not Aang that I blame. I just don't like the show's decision to portray this in the way it did. But that's just me. I, like, I, I have I don't no even... problem with how Aang does it. Like, besides the fact that I think... I don't even, like... I have problems with this, and I'm not even explaining it, right? So clearly, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, well, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to explain my view better. Because I don't feel like I put it out very well. Um, yeah. But, let's just move on. Um, so yeah, Sokka's actually fairly smart about how to uh, get out of this trap. <laughs> and again, Aang... You are an idiot. Why are you? Oh, he's such a dumbass, which is what I, I love about Aang. Aang is. A... I'm sorry. I, I don't even Aang remember what Aang did exactly. He's just a dumbass. What did Aang do exactly? I don't remember. It was like, really? yeah, Sokka, you really should shut your mouth. It's like, no one gives a shit what you think, Aang. Okay, can you explain to what happened? I don't remember. I just think Aang. So I, I, I like, like, no, hey, I don't we remember. We have an avatar here. No, Isn't so he this... worth more? Mm- and Katara's like, dude, you should probably not. Aang's like, no, that yeah, was dumb. That was like, wasn't that Zuko who was saying you should? Oh yeah, that? Zuko said oh, that. Zuko. Katara doesn't say anything because she's tied up on the tree. Yeah. It's like no, then, Aang, no one cares. And, and Katara, Sokka, who's been the bait. smart one here this entire time? Not you. And then bam, fight. Which the is fight's awesome. Great. I love this. Fight. I love the fight scene. It, you fight. got a three-way fight between pirates, firebenders, and bears. Oh my. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, I love the scene where they're in like the the ga- the uh, haze or whatever and uh, the smoke screen and like 
and Sokka's like, Aang, where are you? I'm here. And he just expands it and it's like, everyone's around Never mind. Like, puts it back and starts. <laughs> I'll find you. So I know. Funny. I love it. It's a quick. Um, yeah. And then I like the boat thing where they clearly did learn the lesson or well, Katara, whatever. Well, and, well, and, 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 and I think Katara just regains work. her confidence a little. It's just like, Aang is like, yeah. And then they almost get screwed. And then she water whips the guy at the end, which was great. Yeah. So that's Good what they, everyone was yelling at I each mean, other I mean, she actually about. did the water whip before, which the show refuses to acknowledge. But she, when she was first captured when did she by do the, the guy, water whip? she does the water whip in his face. I don't remember that, but I will. She whips the water out I, I, and smashes I, I will the guy in the face you. before she's tied up. Yeah. I do believe you. Which I, I find really sad that. that the show only... Um, it's first season woes. We, we never but yeah, really but get I just, anything I don't like, like that the again. show only admits her competency with the water whip when it's convenient to her and Aang's relationship. Well, it's That's convenient fair. to the, her, their character development together. This show is so much focused around these characters that if they need... Yeah, but you're missing the character development, so you're only painting and Katara also may in this episode as a jerk. Way. Which that could have just I, been like, while I disagree that she should be painted a jerk and is a jerk in this episode, she is painted as. Well, I don't think they're painting her as a jerk overall. I just think they're painting her as somebody who just like screwed up and uh, people screw up and then they learn from it and then. They yes, up. however, I do not think Katara should be the only one learning. Is well, no, problem. and like the thing is, is that this this has kind of been a thing too. Is like Sokka was a jerk in an earlier episode. He learned from it and became a better character. We'll eventually get episodes where Aang is a jerk. He'll learn from it and get better. It's just, that's how... This is just Katara's turn to be the jerk. And Aang was also a jerk. And you cannot change my I don't think it. he was a jerk in this episode. Okay, again, we will agree to He wasn't agree. intentionally... A, at least he was certainly not being intentionally jerkish. Or, like, being... He wasn't I mean, I will a, concede that he was not intentionally a jerk. But he was a jerk. It, I would say Aang was in 100% good faith. Um, so Katara was not act. Hold on, let me put it this way: Katara was not acting in good faith. She was being mean because out of just anger. Aang wasn't doing that. She she clearly crossed the line. Mm, I disagree. Uh, Scene eight is after the battle. Uh, Oh, it's the chase. Zuko is just literally acting like a teenager. The, hey, that's my ship. No. I love. I love how they like they steal each other's ships. That's yeah. funny. I love it. Um, and then I love how the pirate ship goes over the or well, Zuko's ship that the pirates are on goes over the water. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Dead. Um, and this also shows Aang's fighting prowess with airbending, which is exactly yeah. like. Well, then why did you have all of that about the water bending earlier if you're just gonna have him fight with? Airbending. Well, because no. he, he's still not a competent water. Yes, but he's more competent than Katara, clearly, earlier, because you spent that entire time complaining about how Katara's a jerk. And don't and, they and use... I'm talking about the show, not, like, you, you. And also, but they don't they use waterbending to stop the boat from going overboard? It's like, they, they do use waterbending in this, too. Yes, but never to fight. And the entire... The problem there was the water whip was a huge sticking point in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yet... Aang never uses it beyond the fact that he's shown to be good at it, which kind of also pisses me off. But that's well, okay. no, the, the thing is, is that Aang is a master airbender. He's just a, a novice waterbender. Yeah, yeah, no, point. and I have he, no you, problem. With obviously, that. when you're in a fight, you're gonna go with what you're better at, initially, like right away, than what you're not as good at. 
Yes, Katara, but then why have Katara, this entire thing about Aang being so good at waterbending if you're then saying that, so that well, Katara he's a can, master at airbending. So why not give Katara something that she's good at? And we do. Katara learns how to water whip in the moment and she figured it out at a good time. Uh, and so she's also not a master waterbender, but she's not a master like hand-to-hand combat fighter, which... I'm not going to say Sokka is, but that's all Sokka knows. So, of course, she would go to waterbending. That, that's what she knows. That's yes, what she's but again, better at. you're giving Aang more things that he can do better than everybody else. Yet because every, he's the so Avatar. What is the point that's of the whole point else. of the character. Well, the whole yes, point of I the know. character is that but he's at this a point, master it's, what Episode character. 9 of Season 1, he doesn't need to be good at everything yet. And, and in he's fact, not he good at everything. He's not. They show him he's quite bad at a lot of things. He's shown to be good at, air, at both airbending and waterbending and better than the average person, which... That is my problem. I, I, I think this gets cleared up towards the end of the season. Yes, I, toward the end of the season, when, not in well, this episode. Well, yeah, but like we need to establish it now that Katara still needs to learn too herself. We've only ever seen her do besides the first episode. All her water bending has been highly competent, if not really good. But we need to we need to see it that for her character development that she struggles. It makes her a better character. This episode makes her a better character because she had a bad moment than I, I think she would have been without but that's it. that's okay. I think she's a better character with this episode than without it. I disagree. Um, and then scene nine is just Iroh and Zuko, and I love Iroh. Yes. I don't even remember what happens in this scene because I just wrote Neither down I. I love Iroh. <laughs> Favorite scene? Um, let's I'm, see. I'm really interested to see, hear Amy's favorite scene because she was really anti this episode. The market scene with Zuko and Iroh. That's pretty good. Mine was uh, the Cabbage Guy's reaction. Oh yeah, the Cabbage Guy was in this episode. They smash his cabbages again. Uh, Mine, honestly, was uh, Katara water whipping. Kind of similar to uh, Sokka and the Suzuki. No, Suzuki. Uh, Suzuki. Suzuki. No. Kiyoshi Warriors? Kiyoshi. Suzuki's the character. Suzuki doesn't exist in Kiyoshi Warriors is the title. Uh, Kiyoshi Warriors where, like, he blocks properly. It's like, yes! <laughs> you get this, like, yes moment. Uh, so, yeah, that's my favorite. Okay. Scores? Give it a solid seven. Seven and a half. Three. Wow. Damn. She really, right, I really I can't believe, do need to go. This we last episode's pretty get quick. Through the last episode this last episode's I guess. pretty quick. Yeah. Jet, Jet doesn't. Hold on, let me give the. Average. Yeah, Jet doesn't. Not much happens to Jet. Yeah. We get Sokka being smart. Don't worry, I won't complain as much in this episode. Five point eight three. You're welcome. I really disagree with you on this episode, Amy. Yes, I know. We, I think it's we've just, established that. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really shocked at three. I don't know. Yeah, just talking through it, I realized how much I hate Aang in this episode. And yes, it is my problem, but it's also I, my I'm gonna opinion. Re-watch, I'm going to rewatch this episode because I really don't see what you're talking about. I just genuinely I don't. see both sides. I mean, I'm sure it's just something about how I grew up or whatever. It just no, I, rubs I'm not me the wrong that. way. I'm just genuinely just don't know what you, I'm, you're seeing differently than I am. Because we're looking at the same situation coming out with totally different people. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because like, it's like, e- like, like even the, we both. I, I don't know. Episode ten, Jet. I love this episode. This yeah, is this is episode. a this is a good episode. This one, my opinion, went up on. Um, okay, episode ten, Jet. 
First scene, Momo. Momo, Momo is the Poor best. Poor Momo, he gets caught in a cage. Mm. Oh, I still love Momo's theme music. So playful and Momo-ish. It's very like carnival-esque. It's the best, like, um, comedy relief. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, Sokka has a point about walking. But makes sense. Sokka has a lot of points this episode. Sokka really comes. Sokka his own knows what he's doing in this episode. Sokka Which really is has again interesting because he's supposed to come across as jealous, like Katara in the last episode. But it works for me so much more, and I I, I honestly don't know why. Probably because Sokka's right. <laughs> Maybe, but and you like Sokka, so you want Sokka to be right. But Katara, you like Katara, and Katara's wrong, so you dislike that. Well, I don't think Katara's wrong is the point. I think Katara's wrong. Well, we, again. We've, 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 we've already, already gone over this. this. We're, we're I, I want to rewatch the... Episode. I honestly want to rewatch this episode. To, to rewatch that episode to see where you're coming from. Because I just don't get it at all. I think I need to rewatch it in order to... With that thinking in mind. Um, so back to the scene. Um, I like the little conversation about who made you leader that um, Katara and Sokka have. It's very, very sibling-y. It's sibling very You get a very sibling vibe. Um, and also, yeah. Yeah. And so they walk. And then they get to the Fire Nation camp for scene two. Mm-hmm. Good job, Sokka. Yeah, Sokka's. We Oops. get to see Sokka screwing up here. Oops. But on the plus side, he does end up um, saving the townspeople at the end. And if, he, if they hadn't run into Jet's people through this, then... That village would probably be dead. So basically they get these fire, they find these fire vendors and then uh, Jet and his squad kind of come in and take them out pretty, (laughs) uh, yeah, pretty easily. Systematically, like it's not even close. Like they destroy them. No. And I love the Sokka multiple times is just standing there like, and then one of Jet's people just gets them. Gets the Fire Nation Running with a a weapon like this (laughs) is... With a weapon over your head is the least effective way. Well, because, first of all, you will just get cut across the chest because you're not protecting yourself at all. And you're just wasting so much time in the warm-up that you're not going to have any follow-through. Also, uh, Katara has some good water-bending moments to Amy's pleasure. And uh, Aang looks good, too. But Aang always kind of looks good at mostly spending stuff. Which is... Because he's a master airbender. He's good at it. He's really Mm -hmm. good at it. He's the last one left, you know. Good job. Uh, so scene three is Also, can I ge- talk about the greatest lyric in music history? Unrelated. No. No, you've done it about ten times. It is... Let me look it up. Brett, no, no. no, we need to go, so... <laughs> All right. Um, scene three is them in the treehouse, or, like, about to go to the treehouse. This mm-hmm. is my one... So this is my one problem with this episode. Why does Katara have to be taken up by Jet? Why can she not just Why does she have... I, I was like, come on, dude. Don't, don't get a crush this easily. He's a pretty boy. That's it. No, she's not. a teenage. She's a she's a teenage girl. He's a pretty boy. That's I have why. never been attracted I, to somebody by looks alone. Me neither. Maybe I'm just not a good person. No, that would make you a fine. I this is it, it's like it's just uh, I I think it it makes sense for I. Uh, what was I talking about? Like Jets. It's his. He's not. He's like a, all these characters are well designed. Like. They're very striking. You, get, you figure out what they, who they are, pretty quickly. 
Yeah, but he's a jerk. Well, like, yeah. the thing is, she doesn't know that yet. No, you can tell. Jet doesn't know he's a jerk yet? No, you, Katara doesn't fully... Katara's kind of just mystified by this, like, figure who, like, helped destroy the Fire Nation people. Mystified by the gravity defiement of his hair. <laughs> he does have quite good yeah. hair. I do like the hair. Yes, speaking of hair, I gotta get it out. I just take my hair out of the scrunchie. Jet, Jet does have quite good hair. Beautiful. I need to get a haircut. <laughs> I also probably need to get a haircut, but I won't till I desperately need. Oh, I looked up just... Jet Avatar, and it's like, uh, it's just an image of like Katara like being carried up by Jet, and it's like, oh hey, puberty. Again, why does so why does Sokka go up normally? Aang gets to go up by airbending, and then Katara can't go up normally. She has to go with his Jet. Sokka's not. Well, like Jet special. off. Uh, Jet was offering it like like uh. Milady, milady type thing, and uh. But why does she accept it? And Katara, Katara, I thought you were better be, than this. And Katara being like, "Oh, pretty boy," just kind of goes with it. I would not care. You're not he, Katara though. You're a different person. He just reminds me of like Peter Pan. Not at all. Oh, I saw the I saw the picture. Oh, hi puberty. Oh, hey puberty. It's just, it kind of sums up this episode. Oh, hey puberty. Yeah, I'll That's send that true. to you, Amy. Oh my God, the. There's like this like great broken image of Aang of just like massive eyes in like the suggestion or whatever. Whatever. Uh, Jet is is a jerk, but he is a good character in, at being a jerk. Where like yeah yeah yeah. He, he's really slimy. It's like you like Darth Vader. It's like oh he's a great villain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I wouldn't describe Jet as a villain. He's more of an anti-hero, I would say, because I don't. Because they have the same goal, they just have different means. It's a it, do the, it, this entire episode's question besides Katara Jet is uh do are do the ends justify the means? And yes. this show says no, well, pretty definitively I, in I, this I episode. I generally say yes, but in this case, I even I can't get behind this. Ooh, and I am. Heartless. I really hope you wouldn't get behind genocide. I mean, I wouldn't get behind Jet at all. But like, what do you like? How, Amy? I'm out of curiosity. How far do you think the ends justify the means? Like, at, to what extent? I mean, I think you're gonna have to give me an example. Like, I can't think of an example. I promise. I, we can. We can. Because like, talk generally, about that I would say the ends are not necessary. I would say them. You need. Let me put it this way. I. You need. In, like, most cases, you need to... The ends are not justified. But. And my main thing is I do not want to have to trample over people to succeed. Like, because I, I obviously I don't think you was, like, oh, kill no. people to your end. But, like... But eventually, like, you're in a war, so there's going to be casualties. I, I mean, like... This is not the right way to go about making those casualties at all. That's why I don't get behind this. But you do have to understand that that is so, going to be a thing that occurs and you cannot... Get so, like, what, what if Jet and his, like, weird militia-type thing went mm -hmm. and attacked this town to get the Fire Nation out, and they accidentally kill a civilian in the process, but they get the Fire Nation out. Are the ends justify the means there? Yes. Okay. I'm, I, uh, I don't uh, know if I agree with that. The jury's out I for just me don't on know. this one, in this I situation. Well, okay, I can explain my reasoning. No, 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 I... I, I no, I totally understand it. Reasoning. I just don't know I, what I, I would... I don't know what I think to either. I haven't... I posed that question without having an answer myself. Hmm. Trolley problem. Uh, 
Oh, that's that's the easiest problem. Then. That was uh, pretty. Just easy. kill them all. Oh. <laughs> that's fine. Or that like six year old is like the two year old like, video is my moves, favorite. Moves the one guy over. <laughs> there runs them all uh -oh. over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that probably that, would. That, that is the true chaotic evil version of answer to that. Yeah. So what's the uh, lawful evil? I don't know what lawful. I don't know. I the lawful, know. lawful, lawful evil would kill the four people. No wait, no lawful. No, that would evil be the would one person, right? Yeah, no lawful evil would leave it alone. Okay. Um, neutral evil would go over the five people probably, because they wouldn't switch it. Um, and chaotic evil would kill them all. Chaotic good would kill themselves before it. No, it. No, they would kill the one guy and then kill themselves. Out of guilt. <laughs> I am a I am a prime example of chaotic good. Like I feel like I'm the model spokesman of chaotic good. I don't know where I fall in general. You I think you are I feel like you might be like true neutral. So what am I? I don't I agree. Then? I don't agree. Hold on, let me, let's pull up this chart. Here, let's, let's finish the episode and then talk about hold, alignments. But wait, I need hold, to know what am I? What's this name? What's Amy, the name of this you're, chart? No, Amy, you'll lawful it's um Alignment chart, D and D alignment chart. Alignment. I feel like Amy, you'd be like um, a lawful, either lawful good or lawful neutral. <laughs> well, at least I'm not evil. No. Okay. Well, evil is mainly you just like think of yourself and don't put others first, which like oh, none of us. Do. I don't do that. I don't think I'm true neutral. You might be. You're more. You might be a chaotic good also. I can see. Or that. chaotic like neutral. I'm right now looking at it as bald YouTubers alignment chart for some reason. That's like the first one I found. And uh, Anthony Fantano, who I watch, is a lawful neutral. So. They have, um, ooh, D&D alignment system explained using the room. <laughs> Hold on, I looked, I like saw alignment. Like the one movie? Like the, okay. Yeah. Alignment chart avatar. Oh, here we go. So, so the uh, lawful good is Sokka. The neutral good is Aang and Iroh. Chaotic uh, good is Chaotic good is Toph and Katara. Sounds good. Makes sense. So what's uh, Zuko? Hold on, we're getting to that. A uh, lawful neutral <laughs> is uh, is uh, May and uh, her friend who I don't know. Tylee. Lawful neutral is a uh, uh, Zuko. Really. Chaotic neutral there. is uh, Jet. Uh, lawful evil. I feel evil. like J Jet would be closer to evil. Well, he's chaotic neutral. I agree with that. He is chaotic yeah, neutral. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Uh, uh, the guy, the earthbending guy at Bossing Say who isn't the king but runs like the Dai Li is... Uh, oh, Long Fang. Long Fang is lawful evil. Yeah. Uh, Fire see. Lord Ozai is neutral evil. And, really? Uh, so who's chaotic? Uh, Azula is chaotic evil, according oh, to this random chart I looked up on the internet. I saw, <laughs> I saw an alignment chart of... Um, it's always sunny, and it's just all chaotic evil. <laughs> oh my god, there's even, there's like a big one where it's lawful good, social good, neutral good, rebel good, chaotic good, lawful moral, moral Yeah. Is that like the big one? No, like nobody, use, one? nobody uses that. That's too much. Yeah, nobody uses that. But they have uh, King Boomy as chaotic good there. And that makes sense. That. Okay, yeah, I can whatever. see it. Okay, let's continue with the episode. <laughs> let's get on to the episode. Uh, I don't know where I fall in this chart at all. You're probably... You're... I feel like you'd be more lawful. I would... I'm, I'm not... I don't feel like... I'm not evil. No. 
I also don't think I'm necessarily neutral though, because like I, I feel take like pretty you hard might... stances on things. Well, no, neutral isn't that you don't take stances. Neutral is you sometimes follow the rules and sometimes don't. Oh. I'm very neutral. Because, <laughs> like, for me, I'm I'm definitely chaotic. Because, like, chaotic, for me, chaotic good is, like, you follow the rules, but you do it in, like, a fun way. Like, you you figure out how to... I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm lawful good, but I, like, think, like, if out of all the characters, I'm most similar to Sokka in this show. And I feel like I'm the most similar to Katara. Zuko represent... <laughs> but like just out of all those characters like i feel like Sokka's is the closest to me like that's not fair. exactly not like one-to-one obviously but that's fair okay we need to okay, let's yeah. Finish this yeah 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 okay uh scene four is Sokka's thing with the english the um ambush of the old man um oh i don't know they, when they, that, they, where was that speech that jet gives no they, the, that was before so basically oh, they have dinner that and, was a like, really good speech Jet's yeah. like making them all excited and hyped up. He's 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 show, he's pretty he's showing he has some charm to him. He's got he's got this entire like group of people like behind him fully, so Oh yeah. Like he's clearly competent out he knows what he's doing. True. He's a sol- I would say he's a solid leader, like he's been pretty successful at what he wants to accomplish. Yeah. Um but yeah, so the ambush, uh it's a nice illustration of Jet going just too far. Too yeah. far, yeah. It's well, kind of awkward. Well, Sokka has the suspicions of Jet before this. Yeah, but, like, but when this he amb- really ambushes it. this old man, Sokka. It, before, I think it was like jealousy, honestly, like in that previous episode, but I think with Katara, but I think in this episode, Sokka starts off jealous, but his suspicions end up being confirmed, and uh, he really. But his jealousy in the end hurts him because since he was jealous before, Katara and Aang aren't inclined to believe him. And uh, then Sokka's very concerned about what Jet's doing and he finds yeah, out some bad for good reason. Yeah, for good reason. Um, and Jet's really good at manipulation. Yeah. Also, back, well, I, back at the I, camp, I, I feel like, like Jet's a psychopath. Uh, also, I feel like I that's why like. Jet like picked up Katara because he knew it was like, uh, he probably had like a sense like, oh, this girl kind of slightly likes me. I can get her fully on my side just like for a couple of quick things. Yeah. And then, she's, uh, then I can eat, then she's eating out of my Well, pot. and how did, where did he get that knife from just to pretend that the guy had it? Well, the thing is like, I feel like he was like, he knew he was going to have to justify this. So they kind of came up with why. Yeah. They probably, they, this is like a warrior clan. They probably have all types of weapons. Oh, just, yeah, I'm sure of it. And I fully believe he is a psychopath. Like, not a bad thing. He just seems like a psychopath. Uh, he has probably has tendencies, that's for sure. Yeah. Um. But I, I think he would say it's not psychopathic. He's, like, saying, like, we need to get this end. And he'll do anything to get well, to Well, no, it. I'm talking about the um, manipulation part. I agree, I guess. That's but, very but I, similar I feel to like psychopathy. he's like he's saying he's not saying he's not manipulating out of like he doesn't view the manipulation as bad because it's helping get to his final goal. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the reasons why I'm oh, saying I guess, okay. Never mind. Cool. Never mind. We agree. <laughs> um yeah. So then scene five is Sokka with the sneaking out after the people to find the dam or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's 
good at sneaking and hunting and stuff. Like, good job, Sokka. Yeah, he has definitely... And Sokka finds out their plan is that they're going to fill up this dam and then release it and kill all of them. Yeah, and then... Basically destroy the town to get rid of the Fire Nation. Jet is a condescending jerk. He's like, oh, you just don't understand. You're so innocent. You don't understand the problems here. You don't understand the value of murdering innocent people. But right, like, it's like, but like what? Sokka, the thing is, Sokka does understand. Like, he lost his mother young, too, and he hasn't had his father for, like, six years because of it either. He knows the cost of ways, and he, he's spent most of his life actually preparing to fight in it himself, like, to protect people. He, he, he's very much aware of it, and he's made his moral stand. Right. It's an opposition but to it's Jets. just Jets condescending. <laughs> kind of yeah, funny. Jets. Yeah. Right. Um, but this is just another so, instance of the enemies of the Fire Nation not necessarily being the good guys. Just as in the case with uh, the uh, Earthbenders yeah. with Iroh and Zuko before. Yeah. More yeah, of my enemy is not always my friend. Yeah, because this old guy didn't really do anything. He was just nah. being an old guy. He's just being an old guy. He's just walking around, enjoying himself. Yeah. Uh, as a person who has walked many times around Madison after like dinner or something, it's like I really it's just nice to so just chill for a bit, walk around. Walk, walking is great. Walking is walk. great. Just especially get attacked. While my dad, my dad and I took a walk a few uh, two days ago, and it was like eighty four degrees. It was so perfect. Just, just I know at night it's getting so nice here. It's great. I love Florida weather so much more than Illinois weather. Oh yeah, I have. Arizona's I have to great. appreciate the. What's left of my good weather, because then snow is on the horizon. That's what you get for moving to Wisconsin. <laughs> but the, the snow is pretty uh, for, like, the first month. It's like, you kind of like it. And then like, you hate it. And then you and then after, hate it, and it's never Well, also, ends. like, in, like I said, like, in December, people are generally in a good mood, too. Like, you're seeing family. It's like, oh, it's people like their family. I like my family. Uh, and uh, you? you, like, I, believe it or not, I do. If you, ha- if you haven't talked to me about how I act... Uh, <laughs> Okay, scene six is the reservoir. I love that Aang figures it out right away. Like, okay, this is... I totally skipped the part where they're... Uh, um, air bending it. They're bending the water yeah. out of the bed. Basically... There's not much that goes basically, on. Basically, well, Katara and Aang are working together. To, cause I would say them put together are, like, one full, like... Not master, Successful. but, like, competent waterbender. Because yeah. they're both just amateurs. And put them together, they're, like, a competent waterbender. So they get these geysers up and put both this dam... But then they re- then they realize things go south. Yes. And also Sako had been taken away by two people, so yeah. he couldn't interfere because he because he knew he would he would have uh, turned uh, Ang and yeah. Uh, yeah. Katara. Um. Because the well, they oh sorry go yeah because sorry go no mine's not important. Oh uh, well, I was just moving on to the fight then. Once they figure it out, and yeah. Aang and Katara start fighting Jet, well, Aang starts, and then Katara finishes. Which yeah, I do kind of like. I do like that if they're going to not have Katara do anything, the fight's in the air, because she can't yeah. really do anything. Well, and also I think Katara not fighting initially makes sense, because she's kind of in a slight bit of shock, I guess. Yeah, she Is feels kind she... of betrayed. Because like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. she hadn't been betrayed like this before. Like She doesn't know how to process it. And then like I think everything starts... Re- she puts everything together. She just kind of beats the crap out of him a little and freezes him to a tree, which is pretty good. Which is great. Yes, I love that. And I like that Katara is the one to be Jet, especially with her water bending. Yeah. After the last episode, I am loving which this. Which you gave a three. Yes, I did give a three. This gets more I than gave, a three. 
Um, yeah. this, I love this, everything uh, about the ending, especially like the fact that Jet does succeed in blowing up the dam. But then Sokka is good. Sokka saved the day. That yeah, that I love arrow the shot one scene because is so he intense. saved the old man. Yeah, and the old man said like, "No." This, this old man was nice, not like the last old man. This guy's legit. This guy. This guy's the real OG. This guy's the real old man. And Sokka's real also. OM. Can the real slim? Can the real old man please stand up? Please stand up. <laughs> Brett, can you go one episode without quoting Eminem? I don't even. I haven't even listened to an entire Eminem album. I just know it's, like four songs. It's okay. That's fine. Okay. I lose yourself in the music. Go. Oh. You only got one shot. Do not miss a chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Oh. Okay. The one I don't know what is me. going on. But we that was the end of the episode. Yeah. Yes, it was. Favorite oh. scene. Um, so mine was there the doll that showed up after um, oh yeah that was that was good the it's like oh no because at first I didn't realize yeah, it was a doll and I thought it was just somebody like floating really happily but then once the little girl like she's like Mrs. That's... Pretty and I'm like yes um my favorite is I think the fight scene between Ang Katara and Jet yeah uh what would mine be. I, th- I think it's actually the ending scene where Sokka's, like, kind of, like, flying off as, like, all smug and, like, happy. Right? It's like, see, my uh, instinct or whatever is right sometimes. Sometimes they're it's right. Sometimes right. And Sokka, uh, you do realize we're flying the wrong way. And sometimes they're right. wrong. <laughs> it's just good. All right. I think you just relate to that. I think I do. Because, like, when I'm right, I am, gosh darn it, am I right. But You're also wrong. wrong with just as much conviction. Yes. No, that's that's the thing about me. I'm willing to be convictedly wrong. But I'm willing... The, I, the thing is, I'm willing to admit it when I'm wrong. But when I'm not willing to admit I'm wrong, I will stand by my point to the bitter end. See uh, <laughs> our review of episode 9. <laughs> All right. But I still don't think I'm wrong, and neither does Kayla. So I got at least Scores. a half of... And I don't think I'm wrong. Dude, I don't... I understand both of your sides. I, I need to rewatch this episode. I just scores. Oh, out of ten, I ah. gave this one. A, I gave this one an eight. I'm giving it a nine. I love this episode. Wow. Eight. Eight. I really like this episode. Eight point three three. So that's the strongest second episode of the bunch, besides episode eight. Episode 6 has a 7.83, 7 has 7.83, 8 has an 8.67, 9 a 5.83, and that is, no, I think, our... Welcome. No, our lowest score, I still think, is uh, this is uh, Kiyoshi Warriors, yeah. or Kiyoshi Island, which I think had a 5. It was like a 3 or 5.4 or something like that. It was really low. It was, yeah, it was pretty very low. low. And no negative episodes yet, overall. Just very close to chaotic, or pure neutral. Neutral. <laughs> lawful neutral. Uh, and 10 is an 8.3. Yes. Alrighty. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we hope you get back to us next time. Yes, um, you can visit our website, getbackpodcast.com, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, all the usual stuff, and be sure to leave a comment and review if you want to. Constructive criticism is always accepted. I'm doing the social media, so if you want to say you hate me, go ahead, but I'll see it. But if you want (laughs) to say you hate the other two co-hosts, they won't see it unless I tell them. So they probably see it eventually. But I'm, if we get so much hate, it will just become 
like, then I think we'll just start doing this. Episode. Reading our hate mail episode. Yeah, then we'll just start doing this out of spite. Yes, then, definitely. Uh, and I think we're back next thing. week with weird Halloween costumes and celebrity Pokemon evolutions. Yeah. So, yeah. Which so, I don't know how to prepare for that at all. I mean, me neither. So we're just gonna have we're to not, go for it. This is it's gonna be as is not gonna be super duper prepared. It's gonna be more of a discussion based thing. Because I think my episodes are gonna be like a chill discussion type thing. Sounds good. Sounds good. Cool. Tune in next week. See ya. Bye.